Say four score and seven years ago. Four score and seven years ago. Wow, you didn't whisper it, Meg. Yeah. Four score and seven years ago. Four score and seven years ago. Our forefathers brought forth this great land. Did you go on Wikipedia that? I'm really nope. impressed. I am too. <laughs> I know the first two lines. That's about as much American history as I could give you. <laughs> Comforting. Yeah. I'm relaxed. I feel like Dick Cabot. <laughs> <laughs> Meg's going, who? I really am, though. She's going to have to look them up. It's like Google. I, was hi- I have my phone here. I'll hide it. Testing one, two, three on my mic. 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 I'm Todd Meisner. I'm Todd Wilber. I'm Paul Coletti. I'm Meg McLaughlin. And we're back talking pictures Todd, you explain the topic because it was your idea. Well, it's... I'm we, blaming Todd. Uh, uh, if everybody... If this only gets four <laughs> downloads, it's Todd's fault. Awesome. Just for that, I'm going to call a family. No, it was good. It's um, good. good topic. Good topic. We, we had a, a last minute uh, guest uh, kind of snafu, so we, we were kicking around some ideas, and I had thought that I'm always amazed at how much photography influences other decisions in my life. Um, especially when I'm like buying things because mm-hmm. you bought pants because I bought pants the other day and you, uh, you <laughs> pointed out that I had new pants on because you uh, lost some weight and you look I, good. You're well, looking good. You. You're thank looking you. slim and you're buying new I pants. I bought some new pants, <laughs> some new slim pants, but, uh, I buy some really cheap pants I, because, <laughs> because <laughs> I'm constantly ruining them on the job. I'm constantly kneeling down. See, Coletti does that, like, third-world squat thing, and he doesn't have to put his knees on the ground. I'm always in, like, asphalt or <laughs> goose crap or something. Third-world yeah. Yeah. Third squat, that kind of flat-footed, you know, butt over the haunches kind of thing. Oh, you mean it as though it looks like you're pooping in a hole in the Taking ground? a squat, yes. Oh, I don't do that, by the way. Yes, you do. I think I have a photo of you doing it. Oh yeah, you probably do. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I, I guess I must. He's, he's a lot more flexible than I am. I, I am not I, getting up from that. I take that. a knee quite often as yeah. well. So In you fact, know what I'm talking about. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I'm a little. I, uh, when this topic came up, I thought I knew what you meant, but now I need a little elaboration. You're not talking about how photography influences other decisions in our life in like a in like a. Um, interpretive kind of way you mean how photography literally influences decisions we make like Man, that's, we're very literal, that is, that literal the pants way, we buy way over my head i i, okay, I just thought because okay. we had, and uh you know i don't want to steal anybody's thunder you're not here, talking figuratively one of us got a new right, car okay. and yeah. was oh, and yeah. literally took his photo gear to the dealership to see <laughs> how it would fit <laughs> okay in the yeah, back are you talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, my wife and I just purchased an Outback, and we had, uh, um, we, we, you know, the Outbacks, you know, they're not cheap. Nope. And so we we're like, well, what are our other alternatives? Turn <laughs> alternatives to drive. And so we went to the Jeep dealership, and we looked at the uh, the Jeep Cherokee because we'd had Jeep Cherokees early in our marriage. And um, they were great, man. You could beat the hell out of those cars. And you could carry a lot of gear in them. The new versions of them, they're super nice, and they're really fancy inside and whatnot. But, you know, I go, I went back to the dealership the next day after the test drive and had all my gear with me, and I loaded all my gear into the back of the... And the guy goes, like, well, is this going to work for you? 
uh, I don't know. Let me think about it. And at that moment, I knew it wasn't going to work for me because it was, it compared to the car I was driving, which was a 2008 Pontiac Torrent. Um, that was, you know, that was a pretty good car for me. I mean, I drove it for a long time since 2008, and it was a, it had a lot of space in the back, but it doesn't have outback space. Mm-hmm. I mean, the outback space. I mean, that yeah. that that there is an ungodly amount of space in the back of the car and despite the fact that I've kind of always wanted an outback thanks to various influences in my life like Greg Bull photographer Greg Bull <laughs> and my aunt Nadine and my uncle Paul and my mother-in-law who all own Subarus and Meg who's got a Subaru everybody's got Subarus and I wanted a Subaru but I was willing and thinking I was going to spend le- I wanted to spend less money and kind of get the same stuff and I couldn't I just couldn't the Subaru was just too was just um, there was just too much space, and um, when I put my golf clubs sideways in a Subaru, I went, okay, th- th- this is the car I gotta have, mm-hmm. because I in when I have most of my gear in the back of the Subaru, I still have enough space for like all sorts of other stuff back there. You know, g- my wife and I could go for groceries in the Subaru, and I don't have to take all my stuff out, mm-hmm. whereas before I did. So. That it, it, you know, my gear influenced what I was going to buy. I mean, it, it, a great deal, and I felt so bad. I had to call the dealer, the the, the salesman at, at the Jeep dealership, and break up with him. Oh. Um, <laughs> he was a really nice guy, yeah. and he, you know, if I needed a Jeep, if I ever need a Jeep, I'll go back to him. He was a really nice guy. They treated me really well, but the, but it really came down to that. I bought a car that fit my work style mm-hmm. and my lifestyle, but mostly my work style. I uh, I bought a car recently because my wife and I had a baby, as you all know. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, but I I don't quite have buyer's remorse, but I didn't let my I didn't let my gear dictate as much of my decision making as I should have let it. And I'm not regretting my purchase. It's a sharp car. It you, is. You, you, he he drives a Nissan Altima, which is a pretty sharp yeah. looking car. But what I'm realizing is that. I wish I would have considered my my professional needs more than I did because I was considering kind of family needs, baby needs. I got to get a stroller in this and a car seat in the back and, you know, a diaper bag and some other stuff and a couple suitcases for a weekend and that kind of thing. Oh, and it's comfortable and it's sexy and it's fast. And, oh, yeah, this is nice. I like it. But and, and, and the afterthought was, Oh yeah, and the trunk's big enough that I can get all my camera gear in here. You know, light stands and camera bags and you know strobe heads and whatever I need. Well, you know, it's uh, it's for all its fine points when it comes to hauling gear and fitting camera equipment. You know, it it there's a lot that it lacks. So, you know, and I do I do as much of that gear hauling and you know work related stuff with my car as I do family related stuff and baby related. Probably should have played more of a of a of a factor in my decision than it did. So, well, when that six year loan is out, you can yeah yeah I'll swap it <laughs> for a Subaru. Actually, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. I, the thing that I made uh, that made me kind of really since I drive a minivan and it's I carry you know I get two thirteen foot. He also has a T shirt that says "Soccer Mom." That's right. <laughs> You're not going to shame me out of my minivan, <laughs> <laughs> <It's not gonna laughs> but. Uh, his the it's the he's he's got a little button on his fob where he can hit it in the hatch the back hatch I go Meisner up. does yeah yeah and I can't imagine I, you have no idea how many times I've been like 
you know, pack like a government mule carrying. Yeah. And that would have been so nice because you just got it, you're putting something down, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, anyway, I was, I was yeah. envious of that, of that little thing. Door envy. Door, yeah, it's a little door envy. <laughs> little door envy. That's. Uh, but when I, I was really happy when I did get my minivan is because the windows and the back seats roll down, and occasionally when we do kind of the. Uh, oh yeah, driving on the driving on the I seventy four bridge and hanging oh, somebody yeah. out a window to take a photo. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, this would be awesome. It'll be like a helicopter, like a Huey in World War II <laughs> Vietnam. <something>. The Jeep <laughs> didn't come with a, a sunroof. Yeah. Now my car had my previous vehicle had a sunroof, which we had taken, you know, stuck somebody out yeah. the top yeah. of the the sunroof to shoot as we've done something on the yeah. run or uh, like a GoPro on a pole out, yeah. you know, right. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lisa goes, do you, do you you don't want a sunroof, do you? Because I never use my sunroof. Mm-hmm. But, um, but uh, the new one has a su- the, the Subaru has a sunroof, so now there's all sorts of possibilities. I drove to work the other day with the sunroof down, which would have been the only I one more time than I ever drove the other car. <laughs> I got the sunroof. I don't know why the sunroof of the Subaru just seemed more sunroofy appealing to me. Is the kind of thing only a photographer could say is that? Oh no, Mister Car Salesman, I don't want the sunroof. I need it for, you know, utilitarian purposes. Of, yeah, yeah. Right. it's not mine. to enjoy. Yeah, it's to utilize. So I yeah. just climbed out of mine to take a picture of that helicopter crash, climbed right on top of it. Oh, there you go. That's mm-hmm. right. You it worked did. out really well. I don't know what I would have done without it because I am not flexible enough to climb up a car. See, now when I had heard that you climbed under your roof to get that photo of the crashed helicopter, in my imagination, I just pictured you like hoisting yourself up on the tire and grabbing the luggage See, rack yeah, and no. climbing up on the roof. But going right through the, the sunroof. Poster, there yeah. we go. Yeah, I was able to jump right up there. It was nice. That's that makes sense. Yeah. See. Yeah. Does your does your uh, Ultima have a sunroof? It it does. Yeah. But would you be willing to stand on it? No, because <laughs> <laughs> and, and here was here and this again. This is was one of the selling points on the car that I thought. Oh, that's a nice feature. That's that's cool. Um, but now that I have it. I can never stand on the roof because it's got one of those. Uh, I, this sounds. It's got one of those panoramic panoramic sunroofs. Oh yeah. So the whole roof is glass. You can see out the whole oh, thing. That would be bad. So I can never. If I had had my personal car going out to the helicopter crash that Meg climbed through her sunroof to get the photo of, I, I'd have, I'd have been screwed. i have been like, oh, sorry, my glass is made of <laughs> my roof is made of glass. We don't have a picture. My car's <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Calling, yeah, the, calling be, the angry night editor. I yeah. can't get the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been a, a tough receipt to uh, slide past management. Yeah, that's too. right. Yeah. Why are we paying for a new sunroof for Paul's car? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, I couldn't have got that past management. No. It's like, what is this built? No, rejected. <laughs> Stand. <laughs> but you yeah. know, we we wear. Cargo shorts and cargo pants. It's a lot easier to be a dude and be a photographer. Mm-hmm. Meg's got all sorts of. I mean, because she's new in the business, so she's mm-hmm. got like all sorts of like clothes buying issues. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just on Amazon last night trying to find pants. Like I really was. So that works out. I can't wear shorts unless I went to a Catholic private high school. So I had to wear the Bermudas and the capris anyway. But they're just not as fun to wear. Like. <laughs> Just, I've never said I get that. that. Yeah. I've, no, I've no, you. Who said I got that? I was did. That, you, that was me. No, no. I get that. Yeah. You, the, I got, you, I got do you think about your clothes as being fun? 
<laughs> no, no, I never, I never do. Small victories. Small victories. Yeah. Well, I can't go shop at like Forever Twenty One and go cover a fire in anything I wear. Well, first of all, I'm twenty two, so there isn't a Forever Twenty Two. <laughs> like I can't shop there, but I need to wear pants that not only are high waisted, so they fit me above my hips. Because if I've bent down before, done this third world squat thing, I'm sure that I have. It's not pretty, but I'm sure that I have. And I'll have people complain and say, hey, your shirt's not tucked in. Like, we can see your back. Or something is inappropriate, so I need to have shorts or jeans that are pants that are covering up to my hips. And I can't wear shirts that are buttoned down because if they come unbuttoned, someone's going to complain. I've got... Mm-hmm. A referee telling me that my cleavage is distracting at a girls' basketball game. <laughs> I'm also 104 pounds, so there wasn't much anyway, but it still was because my uh, my top button was undone. So I wear shirts that are basically turtlenecks and pants that go up to my uh, my rib cage. It's like, fun. She wears like a 1940s bathing suit to work every day. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's yeah. a full body wow. lycra bathing suit. I'll tell you. All-purpose female photographer. No one can complain. (laughs) People can always. They do. They do. They'll find something. I thought car buying issues were were rough, but I got nothing. I can't hold a candle to Meg's problems. I had a little flash of panic (laughs) the other day uh, because on Facebook, I I found this post about, uh, or somebody had linked to a post about, how uh, fashion people hate men's cargo pants, and there's yeah, I saw that too. You, you did okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah, and it was it was time for cargo cargo shorts to die for men, and then and I I was like, no, I'll be sewing I'll be sewing pockets on my own shorts. Then I, if you're not gonna make them anymore for me, that's not gonna go away. I, I I'm oh you and I are about the same age, so we grew up in the age of gym shorts for high school were like Larry Bird shorts, yeah. you know, oh. those the Larry Bird, yeah. John Stockton right. kind yeah. of. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. yeah. They're very, very uncomfortable. The you, Tom you, the Tom Selleck look, yeah. the Magnum P.I. Oh, look. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jim was, when you, when you, when you're 160 pounds soaking wet in high school with big mop of red hair, you know, and 6'3", <laughs> There's nothing yeah, looks better no. on you than your your nutrient gym uniform. <laughs> you know, I couldn't uh, get one leg in in one leg into my into my high school gym shorts right now. I mean, you know, I don't think I'm like I'm, I'm going to drive to the north suburbs and go to Nutria and find no, I'm going to find that yearbook. I'm going to go to their library and find uh, I, that yearbook. I, I, you know what? I was a yearbook photographer. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no pictures of me in gym. Uh, you know, we had, to, we had gym uniforms were you required uniform, and in, in when it was the skinny, uh, the little uh, spaghetti strap or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them, wife beater. Oh, that's I. You know the yeah. What do you call? Yeah. What's the that's correct a, term? That's a tank wife top. Maybe a tank wife, top. Okay, like it was a tank top. Okay, yeah. tank top. Is it Nutri East on the front of yeah. it, where you could write your name, and then it was little short green shorts, which you also wrote your name on. Everybody, in case you forgot who you were, you could look down and go, "Okay, Meisner, good. Okay, I remember who I am." And um, I remember I forgot my gym uniform one time. You know, like you take it home to get washed, and you forget to put, you bring it back. And so you, there was a guy, and I can't imagine schools have enough budget for this anymore. But there was a guy in a cage, you know, like an equipment cage that would mm-hmm. sell you. A used, cleaned gym uniform. So you always had a, had like a dollar with you in case you had to buy a new. So somewhere in like my sophomore year, 
I had to buy a new gym uniform. And the and I never looked on the I never really bothered to look at it, but in laundry marker on the back, it was written SAL. Mm-hmm. S-A-L, in capital letters. And I wore this gym uniform for three years. Mm-hmm. There's like three guys that I went to high school with who call me Sal. <laughs> so they because it was written, yeah. well, it was because, hey, Sal. And yeah. then you go, your friends would be with you and you'd be out, you know, at a party or something. Hey, Sal, how's it going? And my friends would be like, what the hell is yeah. he talking about? So, yeah. I, I I still have the shirt. <laughs> I can't wear it. It won't yeah, fit. No. It would fit Meg, but it wouldn't yeah. fit me. See, it's I and I went to the same Catholic high school as Meg went to. So I'm, but I'm curious. When I went Thomas. there, they had these gym uniforms that included a shirt that was reversible. One side was green and one side was gold, and there were actually like two shirts stitched together. Which, if you want like smelly high school boys wearing two shirts instead of just one, <laughs> I've never quite understood that. Is yeah. that that avoid no shirts and skins, man. That well, and yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. In, in the, in the old it was, days, no it one was thought sh- it was like a bulletproof vest. I mean, it was you know, <laughs> it felt like a double. Yeah, we had those, oh, in, we had so those in junior high. Really? Blue on one side, white on the other. Yeah, Will yeah. or uh, Howard Junior High School. Yep. I'm gonna be really honest with you. I bought the gym uniform, and it's just a T-shirt that you write your name on and your shorts, just like that. But I didn't wear it very often because my mom was a school nurse, so I didn't go to gym very often. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know. How I could have, I know I have it somewhere, right, maybe one twice, yeah. Hence the reason Sweet. she didn't have enough muscle tone to get up on top of her car yeah. from the outside. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't at all. Uh, so, other than car buying and pants, what else does um, for your business? Does it influence where you like the vacation you take? I, I don't know. I mean, it's no. I don't think so. I mean. It, I don't think so. You bought a camera to go to New York. I did buy a camera to go to New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's the dumbest thing yeah. of all thing. I bought the camera because I wanted to do street photography. And uh, and and I think, you know, I don't know. Taking a nice street fo- street photography photo is, is a little bit like kind of big game hunting in some kind of weird way. And um, I think uh, as, as, yeah, as I get myself street photo- photographed right now. But I... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was it was really kind of interesting to uh, to try that out. Um, I don't know. I bought a Fuji XT100 for those of you who are f- keeping track at home. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a really fun camera. I think we have fans that like have a running total of things that uh, you've purchased. Have, I know, but God, yeah, this has been the last. I hope they don't ever podcast. call my wife because that's going to be an issue. <laughs> An issue, but no. It's it, we were also talking about like I never really realized how much uh, rechargeable batteries have become like a part of life. Well, yeah. yeah, and it's like almost caused your divorce, didn't oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah, a couple of different times. But uh, you know, <laughs> let's and, get to the bottom. And here's my. I've got a bunch of double A's. Not really. Meg, Meg has a horrified look on her face. <laughs> oh my god! Not, not actually. No, 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 no. no the, the, I've got a bunch of double A's, mm-hmm. and my first batch of double A's have come to the end of their useful life. But I wasn't smart enough to mark them in any way. So now I've got like two or three different dozens of AA batteries that half of them are junk. And uh, like the only way I can figure it out is if I put them into a flash and, you know, the flash doesn't recycle fast or something. It's really irritating. I've got to figure out some... And I've got an but that's not the that's not the part that's that's nearly caused your your marriage to implode. It's the fact that you have them spread all over the kitchen. They're all over my kitchen. There's my charging station. 
in that kitchen. <laughs> oh, I had one where, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd said my my uh, my D3S batteries are on it, and my my double A's are on it, and uh, um, it's. It looks like an octopus that's grown out of my wall, and um, now it's overtaking my wife's uh, wine wine rack. And uh, yeah, it's see, it's, my it's wife nipped it in the bud right when she noticed that gear was starting to take over the kitchen. And I'd come home and I'd set the cameras down near the back door and take my camera bag off, and it would I don't know land on the floor somewhere nearby. And I don't very know, very bachelor of, style. Yeah, yeah, you know, really very bachelor style. And as soon as she started to notice this was a problem, uh, she said, okay, sweetheart, we are going to give you this shelf when you come home. Now you have a place to put all your stuff. <laughs> is it marked? Is it like, is there a label on it, Paul's shelf? Paul's camera, yeah. Uh, no, I just know where it's supposed okay, to be. Okay, so she explained yes. it to you. She walked you yes, over and pointed yes, at it? absolutely, okay. yes. Uh, and as I get lazy and other things find their way onto the shelf that's designated for camera gear... I am occasionally gently reminded that, you know, there'd be more room for your camera gear if the stuff that was where your cameras are supposed to be wasn't there and you could put your camera <laughs> gear back onto the shelf where it's supposed to go. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's true. And it's, you know, it's in the way where it is. You come, yeah. you, you don't want it sitting on the floor by the back door. Right. So it should be on, on a shelf where it's protected. Because that's where your shoes go. That's actually, it is where the shoes go. Yes. That's trying where the to, shoes go. Trying to protect your camera gear in a college dorm was really hard. Like, if you had friends over, I made no new friends after becoming a dispatch Argus photographer because no one's allowed to go in this corner of the room. Don't bring your beer there. Don't bring your girlfriend. No, don't touch it. When we issued when we issued digital cameras for the first time, everybody had, had purchased their own. I mean, you came to kind of the film world where you had your own gear and then the company supplemented it. it, it, it long story short. Everybody got company-issued, complete dis, dispatch Argus-issued kit. You know, we were handing them these D1s. You know, it was mm. a really big deal. And our boss at the time, to the people who had small children, it's like, your kids are not to come near these these cameras. <laughs> Do not put them someplace where your dog or your kids will play with them. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, in the fear of God. So I can imagine a dorm room. Jeez, kids are hard enough. I mean, that's like, you know, drunken children, yeah. you know. <laughs> right it was. Yeah. Rock, how look at your cameras. Your cameras. Yeah. Oh, I just spilled my old Let style. Take a picture. Can Let I take, take a, a selfie with this? Yeah. No, don't touch that. I'll break your hand. Yeah, like, stop exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had a yeah. couple instances like that. So others. Uh, so we have uh, car buying, pants car buying. buying, shorts buying, shoe. outfits buying, yeah. shoe buying. We haven't got the shoe, shoe buying. Yeah. Merrells, shoe buying. Merrells. Merrells. Yeah. I only wear Merrells. You're today? like where you're like the fancy shoe guy in the department. I. I she's well, wearing, she's I wearing utilitarian um, ballet type um, ballet right? type shoes. God, being a girl sucks. <laughs> well, you so can wear Merrells. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a Merrells is. Like a tennis what, shoe. Yeah, like what they've got on there. Yeah, Perfect. but I yeah. want to get married. Like. I wanna... <laughs> 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 Give me a high five. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic, kids. Okay, we're done. We're done. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to drop the mic and walk off the stage. And that's it. Uh, I'm Todd Meisner. I'm Todd Wilber. I'm Paul Galetti. And I'm Meg McLaughlin. Uh, and anybody who's interested in marrying Meg should send her at, at, at uh, uh, mclaughlin at qconline.com. We'll see you later, folks. Bye.
The Talking Pictures Podcast is a production of The Dispatch, The Rock Island Argus, and QCOnline.com. To see some of the photos and videos discussed in our podcast, be sure to go to talkingpicturespodcast.blogspot.com. Talking Pictures is produced by Todd Meisner, Paul Coletti, and Todd Walford. Thanks to Laura Anderson Shaw, Meg McLaughlin, Laura Frames, and Randy Fisk. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incomputech.com. Make sure you subscribe to Talking Pictures on iTunes or SoundCloud. 